Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. Testing, testing, one, two, Live. <laughs> I'm just playing. Are you? You Are said you really playing? <laughs> you, said, you said testing. So what's up, Mr. B? Are you still testing? Are you still on your love doctor mode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Wait, it's just wait. a testing. But wait, hold on. Why are you so serious about it though? Like you got a job being the love doctor. So I'm like you getting paid. Wait, are you? I was going to say, uh, aren't I? I can't. I can't. I can't. How's your week been, Mr. B? Oh, it's been stressful. Oh, it's been a rough one, huh? Mm-hmm. It's been a rough one. So, okay, check this out. I got to tell you this. And I know I talked to you about it, but I'm going to share it on our platform. Walmart. Oh, my God. So, this is like the third time this has happened to me at Walmart. So, I'm, I'm in Walmart and I went, I think, um, I went to get, I don't know, toiletries. And I rarely ever go to Walmart unless I either have to go to get something real quick or it's on the way. And it's like, I would rather go to Walmart because it's on the way. I'm trying to get home and not go all the way two more miles down to go to Target. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Walmart and I'm getting all of these things. I, I think I might have spent three hundred dollars in there. We got I got some groceries, I got some other things for the house that we need. But a lot of stuff that I got was awkward size things that couldn't go in bags, or I didn't want them to go in bags because the bag would make it awkward. So I said, "Well, just leave them out." It had to be maybe five or six things that okay. that we left out. So <clears throat> went through the cashier line, paid for everything. Bags in the buggy and the things that were not bagged put on the side of the bags in the buggy. So I always have my receipt ready because I know they asked to check the receipt. 
But this is like the third time this has happened to me that I'm walking out and there's, there's, I'm, I'm in line. There's me, there's a, maybe a, a I think it was a, um, a Latino couple in front of me. Mm-hmm. Then there was me and there was a white couple behind me mm-hmm. and then uh, another couple uh, or another person. You're talking about leaving them. the store. Right? Leaving the store. Okay. Right. Yeah. Going out of the store. So walk through, they check the, the Latino couple, they check their receipt. And they actually had bags in their hand, mm-hmm. and they checked their receipt. And then I come through, and they check my receipt. I got a cart full of bag stuff, and then the four or five or five or mm-hmm. six thing that wasn't bad. Check my receipt. And then as I'm walking out, I don't know what made me look back, but I look back, and the white couple had a cart full of bags, and they had like one item, I think, that wasn't bagged up. And the guy just motioned them to go and buy. They, he didn't check their receipt. He didn't ask to check their receipt. And it made me stop in my tracks. And I turned, and I just happened to turn back and I saw him do it. And I looked at him and I'm like, why didn't you check their receipt? You checked the, the couple in front of me, the, the Latino couple in front of me. You checked mine, but you didn't check that white couple's receipt. And he says, well, they only had one item that wasn't bagged. And I'm like, I don't understand what that means. I don't understand what that rule is. So you're saying anything over one item that's not bagged, you have to check. But the the Latino couple in front of me, they had bags in their hand. There wasn't mm-hmm. nothing that wasn't, you know, unbagged. They, they didn't even nothing. have a card. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and the guy just was like, he was irritated with me that I asked him and he was just trying to blow me off. And I said to him, I said, no, I said, you should treat everyone the same. Either you're going to check all the, the receipts or you're not going to check them at all, period. Right. But you don't pick and choose who you feel you think that their receipt should be checked because that's, that's literally discriminating, you know. And he was so irritated. Okay, 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 yes, yes, okay. And, and that made me, annoyed me even more because... He like blew it off like it didn't mean anything, but it mattered. It mattered. So, I'm I'm I go out to the car and I'm so heated. And at the time, um, Tiffany's calling me and I'm like, I can't even talk right now because I'm so heated and I need to find a Walmart manager. Never could get in touch with a Walmart manager, so I call Walmart. I must have stayed on the phone thirty minutes trying to get a Walmart manager, and they kept telling me that we have to, I have to call Walmart HR department to complain to the Walmart HR department. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I never ever got that resolved. This is like the third time that has happened to me in um, in the wall in a Walmart in the same scenario where they're checking my receipts and not checking the white people receipts behind me. You mm-hmm. know? And so I I've decided that I am not gonna allow them to check my receipt. receipts again. Ever. And I don't feel like they could do anything to me for not allowing them to check my receipts. I'm just not going to do it anymore. Okay. Because I just feel like we boycotting the check and receipt thing, and it probably don't matter, and Walmart probably don't give shit, and I understand that, because this one little lonely little black person is not going to let them check their receipt. But I will walk through there with a sign over a protest sign on my head and say, you will not be checking this receipt if I have to. I I... I am not going to do it. I am not going to let them check my receipt because I just feel like they're picking and choosing who they want to check the receipt for. And there is no rhyme or reason. 
there is no protocol. And for him to say, oh, they only had one item that was unbagged. But their one item that was unbagged was electronics. So their one item that was unbagged cost double what my little four. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the items I had that was unbagged was just like laundry detergent and a couple other things that was just things too that awkward you put in a... to put in a bag. Right. Exactly. So I'm thinking to myself, so you checked mine because my five little items was unbagged and my five items probably equated to 30 bucks. Mm. That item that they walked out here that wasn't unbagged was probably three, four hundred dollars. But I guess you appear because they're a white couple that surely they wouldn't have stole. Surely they wouldn't have stole that. But surely this black woman would have walked through here. And paid for two hundred forty dollars worth worth of grocery, but stole the thirty. Mm. You know, so they will not be checking my receipt again. Not one Walmart. I am putting y'all on notice. I know y'all don't care, but I care, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm putting my receipt in my bra when I walk out, and I dare you. This I'm telling y'all now. I dare them to even ask me. I'm going to look at them like they got three heads and seven eyes. They will not be checking my receipt. That's oh, my I, spiel. I, I, <laughs> I, hey, look. I'm, I got bail money and all. No, <laughs> now, you'll be fine. I mean, Miss D, catch, I a, catch I the case. That, no, I don't think that that's a... Uh, I, I think that that's something for them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um... I used to work at Walmart mm-hmm. back a I remember. long time ago. I remember. I, I did. Um, that was our Christmas, our holiday money, right. a part-time I, When I was in the military, mm-hmm. you don't make no money in the military. So mm-hmm. I was working at Walmart, too. And when you do the cash register, it, they have this acronym. It's called BOB, you know, mm-hmm. which is supposed to look above mm-hmm. or below and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how BOB get in there, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so when you look below, then... You just make sure that you see everything that's in there because mm-hmm. when they walk out, sometimes you, the items wouldn't be counted. And, mm-hmm. you know, they would leave because mm-hmm. they would and forget. So, and some people and would just forget that it's, just forget yeah, mm-hmm. that it's down there. Yeah. All right. So, and we would get penalized for it. Mm-hmm. So that that'll come out your check if it happened. Right. You know? Right. Right. So I'm thinking to myself, if it's coming out the retailers check right how is it going to get penalized to the customer right absolutely mm-hmm. and why do we have to we're suffering for it and now it, I, and it's not like going it can't to be, be a rule that's not a rule they don't have right and it's not like going to bj's and it's not like going to bj's or well, they Costco's. Check so they check everybody's receipt I mean, regardless, every item they count, even if the if, even if they pretending that they counting that crap, they checked in everybody. We see there is no pick and choose of who this and who that. And and what 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 bothered me the most is how irritated he was that I was telling him to do the right thing. And I was literally looking at him and said, I said, do the right thing. If you're gonna check, check them all. Treat everyone the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he was clearly. Very um, irritating with me, and bef- and before y'all come for me, I know that that position is a um, a position where they try to put like you know veterans or you know dis- disabled people. But this this guy was looked like he was a retired, healthy, you know young uh, young slash older guy, and he was clearly capable and able of doing the right thing. 
and he chose not to, and he was irritated, and he and he shushed me, me off. That's the other thing too. He shushed me off. So let me let me ask you this. All right, you had Latinos, you had mm-hmm. black, you mm-hmm. had white. What was he? He looked like he was um, um, uh, Eastern descent. Okay. He really did. Which that too was like I'm like, come on now. Middle Eastern. Yes. Or mm-hmm. further. All right. Yeah, he looked Middle Eastern. I was gonna say like, and, all right. Which I don't know if that matters or not. I think it's just doing the right thing. Period. No matter who you are, color, genre, lifestyle, do the right thing. Just well, do the right, or at least try, or at least attempt, or right. at least be open to someone telling you, hey. You fluffed up. You know, you might want to reevaluate what you just did. And it takes, to me, it takes a bigger adult to say, you know what? I did. I missed that. I apologize for that. I got you. You know? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> I'm... Walmart ain't checking my receipt, bro. Okay. <laughs> Make sure I'm available. <laughs> Black lady goes down hard. <laughs> She said you will not check her receipt. But that's just me. That's my stance. I'm just not going to do it. Okay. What are we talking about? That, I guess. We're talking about getting getting checked in the, in the check line by the checker. <laughs> by the receipt checking guy. <laughs> he was so smug and arrogant, too. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my God. I just wanted to. I could have ran through a brick wall. I was so angry. I was so angry I could turn into the Hulk. Hulkette. She Hulk. I said Hulkette. I meant She Hulk. Well, there's a lot of things in that that I could discuss. You know, why he might have an attitude with you. But, you know, I don't know. You want me to talk about that on this platform? All right. If he's Middle Eastern. Mm hmm. They ain't trying to let no woman tell them what to do as a man because that's not their how culture. it's because their culture. Now, if he, <laughs> oh Jesus, they're first and foremost like mm-hmm. that's that that's the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's maybe he was having a bad day, <clears throat> maybe he don't like women. I don't know. Maybe uh, it could have been anything. I just now. Why he checked yours and didn't check the people behind you? Mm-hmm. Or the and then he checked the people in front of me, the Latino couple who clearly I, did not have nothing <laughs> out. They were all their items was bagged. I just I just don't understand that whole checking of the receipt. Anyways, I'm gonna boycott it with you. I ain't you gonna like, let them check your receipt either? Well, they ain't gonna check mine anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white man. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Check my receipt. You didn't check hers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we should do. That's what that's what that's what we should do. We should go into Walmart. I buy some stuff and leave some stuff out. You buy some stuff and leave, and we walk out like two separate people, like we're not together. I'm gonna be like, don't bag none of my shit. <laughs> just leave it laid out in it. the cart. I'm gonna have like all kind of shit in my hands, like this, no bags. <laughs> 
I'm going to walk through. And as soon as they say, let me see your receipt, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Just make a whole scene. Just make a whole scene. I'm going to be like, sir, sir, <laughs> that happened to me before. Are you, you, what happened? Did they check your receipt and not check mine? I don't know. I'm <laughs> trying to protect the environment. No plastic bags. <laughs> Fucking the geese up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we are so off on a tangent. This is not what this this topic was supposed to be about. And you got me over here crying <coughs> and coughing. They're not checking my receipt though. I'm okay. back to it. And I mean it with every and if I forget and let them check my receipt, I'm gonna be so mad at myself. <laughs> Don't what? It's like you God dang it. I gotta go back in there and buy something else because I was you're determined. You're a stickler. You're a stickler for the rules. Though. I am. I am. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna follow that one. You're not gonna follow. That I'm one. not gonna follow that one. I'm gonna be a I rebel. <laughs> okay. I'm. A, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna be a rebel. I'm gonna watch it with all my groceries in my hands. <laughs> like, you didn't check that lady's receipt, yo. Hmm. I don't even go to Walmart. Like she didn't, she didn't let me. She wouldn't even let me do it. When's the last time I've been? I haven't been. You haven't been. We both. I don't go to Walmart. We both. We don't rarely go there at all because of all the bull crap that they put through. And ever since you worked there part time and you saw the innards of the back of the the back innards of the workings in the back, you were like, hell no, I'm not going to Walmart. Mm -mm." So we rarely ever go. And I went. I went there on a whim because it was like. I'm in a hurry. I got to get these groceries, get dinner started for Sunday. And Target was two more miles down the road. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to run in here in Walmart and get it done. And it was good because it wasn't that crowded, you know. So, you know, it was perfect. But and then that happened. <clears throat> and I had to get myself together because I don't like to cook when I'm angry. Because I don't like to put put that forth in my food. You know what I mean? Okay. So I had to really get well, myself together. I appreciate you on that one. <laughs> You be eating my food and be like, damn, angry as why it? I'm so angry right now? What happened? I was just fine. So I ate this chicken and now I want, I just want to fight somebody. <laughs> Transferring the spirits. <laughs> to the to the foods. Hmm. <laughs> too funny, too funny. Okay, 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 okay. What are we supposed to be talking about, Mr. B? You don't forgot. Ra- no, raising children mm-hmm. within generational gaps. So, like, if you... If you are raising your kids' kids mm-hmm. for any particular reason, yeah. or if you're helping out, yeah. sometimes you do not know their. You can't relate to them sometimes, depending yeah, on how, the gener- far, how far the how generational far that is. gap is. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what we should be talking about, other than this Walmart. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, they're not gonna check my my granddaughter's tickets mm-hmm. either. God dang it! I'm gonna tell them. Do that. Yeah, but you're right. Um, it is huge, and I can remember like so. We had our our kids, our three kids, when I w- we were fairly very very young. Like I can say that we grew up with our kids. You mm-hmm. know, made mistakes with them, learned with them. They taught us, we taught them. You know, so we grew up with our kids, and we always looked at like I we have friends that didn't start having their kids that they were like 35 30 35 some of them close to 40 that didn't start having their kids and we look at them and be like whoo 
I don't know if I can start having kids at 35, 40. I'm glad we got ours out the way. Right. But we just recently had a conversation. I don't know about 40. <clears throat> right. But I'm just our, saying. Our kids were. We just recently had a conversation oh. that was like, if we had it all to do again, now that we know what we know, would we have had our kids that early? I think I would you have know? tried to be more financially stable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think that would be the only. But I think financially and mentally, too, because that comes along with it. Like if you're, if you're, well, no, I can't say that. Mm-hmm. There's some rich, dumb motherfuckers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you on one tonight, boy. Ooh, you got jelly on that toast tonight. I ain't dry, just jelly. Boy, got a dry piece of toast with some butter on it, a little bit of jelly, and and then you topped it off with some hostility. It's that damn Walmart. Um, See, I wasn't even there. I know, right? It just makes you mad all over Mm. again. I'm like, my dear, just thinking about it. Just make me mad all over again. Why your fingers? No, um, I, I just, I, I feel myself um, that if I was more financially stable in the beginning, mm-hmm. things would have went a little bit smoother than, mm-hmm. than what they did through our, our regular, I would say our regular, our marriage from right. the beginning to the end. If we were financially stable in the beginning, a lot of things wouldn't have been, you know. Yeah. Up in arms as much. Yeah. But it, you know, when you're not, when when you don't have something, mm-hmm. you can always revert back to not having something. Mm-hmm. But when you have something all the time, all the time, and never have been there, you're yeah. gonna start bitching when you don't have something. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know how to tighten your belt up. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, you, we know. You just how, go we, back to tighten your belt now. Yeah, we know how to eat the new news, the, yeah. the ramen noodles, <laughs> the like the kids news. say, the new news. You know. And put and cut the eggs and the hot dogs over in it, yeah. But it's but it's the 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 thing about that though, Brian. You know, is that <clears throat> I was one of those people that would even talk to my friends who had babies at thirty five and thirty eight, and be like, "Whoo, girl, I don't know how you gonna do it because I couldn't do that now. I'm glad I got mine out the way. You know what I'm saying? But then now here it is. 30 years later from that, that 30. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking back going, did we do that right? Did we do that right? Because now I'm looking at our kids and then our kids' kids and the things that we're having to do to help, <clears throat> to help them. And it's like, did we really do that right? You know, and, and we can't speak for everybody, every couple, because every situation is different. So this is this strictly our situation, mm-hmm. you know, our situation is, did we do that right? Could we have waited? Because <clears throat> we got married really young. Should we have waited five, six, ten more years, you know, and got our our ish together and got ourselves financially stable and got, and when I say mentally stable, meaning our knowledge up, because some of the things we knew after being together for 15, 20 years would have helped us to raise them a little bit more strategic. Okay. We we was raising them by the that by the seat of our pants. The things that we do for our our grandchildren, our grandjoys now in the trajectory that we nudge them and push them and help them 
knowing that this is going to help them for college and this is going to help them for this. We then particularly do all of that for our own kids because we didn't have that knowledge. We didn't right. know. No, I get we, that. We didn't get our college degree. We got it while we were parenting. Right. You know what I mean? My, my thing is is that when you when you know something, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do better. When you know better, you do yeah. better. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, the, it changes it changes from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is I can't maneuver with a 14-year-old because I'm not on Snap. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't And we were just works. having that conversation with, with ours you, on you one of the podcasts. You have to be particular with these kids. Right. These kids <laughs> are doing stuff mm-hmm. that you might not know about even if you are their parent. You mm-hmm. got to watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's contacting mm-hmm. them? Who's not mm-hmm. contacting And what's crazy is what when something doing. happens, you're like, oh my God, I never it, it, I never knew. Yeah. Like, And these parents are genuinely not knowing. Like, People can say, oh, you knew. You knew what your kid was doing. No. you. I'm telling y'all. Mm-mm. I'm telling y'all what we know 100%. Yesterday, I posted on social media and I said, today is check your child's phone day. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's a damn day. I made it up because <laughs> well, <laughs> because yeah, I was having too. a conversation with with my cousin, and she's our age, and we were talking about our kids and their kids, mm-hmm. and she was telling me some of the stuff that her child found on her grandchild's phone, mm-hmm. and then I was I was sharing with her some of the stuff that I had found on our grandchildren's phone, you know, and I said I, I had no clue. I had right. no clue. She had no clue. These kids are are good kids, making great grades. They're amazing athletes. You know, they're doing mm-hmm. stuff in the community. And when you check their phone, it's like they're living double lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you ch- the phone is the storyteller. Mm-hmm. That phone will tell you more about your child than you even living in the house with them will mm-hmm. tell you. You mm-hmm. know? And so, that conversation I was having with her, we literally stayed on the phone for like two or three hours really trying to break that thing down because there is a huge generational gap. The things that are happening now, we didn't have social media and and ways and in, in, in ways for people to access us the way the way these predators and people and and other people are accessing these kids right now. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So our, our, our parents and grandparents, they worried about us and they worried about certain things about us, but it's like worry on steroids right now because right. of the accessibility of your child right now. Yeah, there's um, <clears throat> uh, parenting control apps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are out there <clears throat> that allow you to be able to monitor your kids phone activity Mm -hmm. not how much time they spend on it but Mm -hmm. what they're actually looking at Mm -hmm. or you can actually put in keywords Mm -hmm. like you put in like any word that you feel like you're your um like let's say you say drugs or Mm -hmm. or or sex or whatever Mm -hmm. and if it comes up it it pings your phone Mm -hmm. and it'll send you uh that they're using inappropriate language wow that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So and what's crazy is they had to create that. That mm-hmm. had to be invented. Exactly. You know? 
So the so the apps they monitor content, they monitor screen time, they monitor, uh, and you can block websites. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you set location alerts. Like if they go out of a certain, uh, I'm gonna put those. Lo- I'm gonna put the those on our show notes so people mm-hmm. can can learn what those apps are. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, but I think that it's <laughs> it, it's a it's amazing what. You wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you have 50 plus. You ain't trying to think about all that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. You can care less. And what, and what really got us to thinking is when we did the episode with our grand joy. And we were like, you know, y'all don't court no more. Y'all don't date no more. And y'all don't ask for each other number. And she was like, oh, no, they, they want your snap. And you they want this. And we're like, snap? What is snap? So we're like looking into all of this. And oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff going on in them snap streets. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there is some stuff going on, y'all, in them snap streets. And you guys, I'm telling y'all, yesterday I put out on social media, today is check your child's phone day. I made that up. I don't know if that is a real holiday, I mean a real day <clears throat> to do, but do it. Do it. I don't care. If your child is a a, a a student, they'll make nothing but A's and 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 they're on the dean's list and they're on you know the the citizenship award list. I'm telling y'all, check their phone. Check their phone. Yeah, that that um that app is called Bark. Mm-hmm. By the way, B A R K for. Um, the parental control apps. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's supposed to be one of the best ones out. I mean, I'm quite sure there's other ones that are out there, but this was uh, actually. I I was talking to our uh, IT manager, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, he, he he puts it on his on his kids' phones, and mm-hmm. it just gives you. Um, his kids are a lot younger. Yeah, than fifteen, right, sixteen years right. old, but." But um, he said it just gives him alerts back and everything. And I, I, I read about that, and I read, Mr. B, that you can also shut the Internet down. or Yeah, you can access. do that through your carrier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't have access to that, and you can flip it back on, like, after school or for the weekend. Yeah, turn, you know it, what turn, I mean? it, turn off it off while they're at turn, school, and mm-hmm. then turn it back on when they get out of school. Mm-hmm. You can turn it off at <laughs> night if it's at nighttime or whatnot. Mm-hmm, just go mm-hmm. on to your, if you're with T-Mobile, Verizon, mm-hmm. AT&T, any of them. You mm-hmm. just go in and, and, and dial it in. I'm, t- I'm telling y'all. It's that phone. That phone is the uh, the accessibility to your kid. Your kid could be the greatest kid in the world. I'm not taking away none of that because here we are right now. We help with our grand joys and A students, B students, amazing athletes, amazing community leaders, and then they live a whole different life in those phones. And and a lot of times it's peer pressure. Or they're trying to fit in, <clears throat> or they're trying to be cool, or they're trying to avoid being cyberbullied. So they do things in those phones that they would normally never do. So, I mean, some of the stuff that we have learned by just just talking with her and looking in the phones and and some of the people that we know, it's like you guys better check your you better check your kids' phone. 
You mm-hmm. better check your kid's phone because we think that we are on top of it. We think that we, we got it all, you know, protected. And there's so many different loopholes and apps and, and kids are so smart technology wise now on how to hide stuff and how to, you know, only show you what you, what they want you to know, yeah. you know. The other part about uh, <clears throat> general generational gap when you're upbringing, raising, mm-hmm. yeah, when, you're, when you're when you're raising kids is their view of the world mm-hmm. is way bigger. The world is smaller to them, mm-hmm. so they get to see more. Mm-hmm. They see more murder. Mm-hmm. They see more. They see more violence. They see all this stuff that you wouldn't see in your community if you you would only see one here, two there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In a particular time frame, depending <clears throat> on where you live, mm-hmm. you might not see it at all. So, yeah. but they see it daily. Yeah. They, and the social media. It's funny. We, me and my wife talk about this all the time where she'll say, did you see what they did to that guy? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. And yep. I got cats and shit on mm-hmm. mine. And, mm-hmm. she, and she got people getting beat up yep. on hers. Yep. And I'm wondering, what's why, the deal? Why the, the algorithm on my Facebook feed is so different than his f- Facebook feed. <clears throat> I got black on black crime on mine. I got... Uh, police um, brutality on mine. I got all kind of racial t- racial tension things on my on my feed. I go to his feed. He got memes on his feed and funny stuff on his feed and and all this kind of stuff on his on his feed. But that is not on mine. So you can't tell me that there isn't a, a demographical a dem a demographical discrimination in that in that feed. There's mm-hmm. just no way because me and him we we have the same discussions. On, on the same topics, we have the same friends, we share the same stuff with each other. I mean, he's not a big social media person, and, and, and I am, I handle all the social media, but we do a lot of these same things. We move the same way on social media, but his social media feed looks nothing like mine. I'm gonna change. Nothing. I'm gonna change myself. You gonna change yourself. I'm gonna change myself. You, you mean a demographic? Yeah, you are gonna put white female. I'm gonna put black male. We are gonna see what this. Let's works. see what happens. Yeah. See what happens, and, and it's the age too. I think too. Yeah, you're so much older. Like, I know that. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> Oh my God, y'all! Somebody, some, some boy, somebody, somebody, jelly your toast, boy. <laughs> No. Yeah, so it, it's just different. So I'm telling y'all, and and when we were raising, <clears throat> when we was raising our kids, to be being in their presence twenty four seven was enough to to actually kind of control how they maneuver. Mm-hmm. Being in your child's presence twenty four seven now, if they got a phone, you ain't controlling nothing. No, like I took the phones away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we sat and ate. We've had, <laughs> we had. I'm that. telling you, every time we take them phones away, it's like we have the the best time. Like we're eating together, we're having conversations together, we're we're planning. Like t- today, we went to brunch, and everybody had to put their phones away. You confiscated everybody's phone, mine, yours, everybody. You took everybody's mm-hmm. phone. We actually had conversation. We played tic tac toe. At the table, that was on the kids you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's like it 
it it forced an interaction with your family, physical, physical, and and verbal, verbal you know, mm-hmm. ver- verbal dialogue with each other. That's what we're used to when we were growing up. When our kids was growing up, we ate together, we sat together, we talked together, we read books together, we went out and, and did things together, we went to plays together. There was no distraction. There was no phones. There was nothing. That social media, although social media was built on the premises of connection, it has taken a whole entire negative spin when it comes to our kids, though. Mm-hmm. When it comes to our kids. that and, and, and people who would normally not have access to your kids. You know, like I said, like like people who are up to no good or, or even older kids who see your have access to your kids. You know, right. the accessibility to your child through that phone, through social media, is frightening. Right. It's frightening. And that's a generational gap of raising children that are now teenagers but we are over 50 but when we raised our kids we raised them completely different and trying to apply how we raised our kids to these kids it's it's is <laughs> well think about how we were raised versus how we raised our children right and then vice versa like it's but it's, I, it's rough it is it's but rough. you know i the other thing too you guys and i know that there are there are parents out there that are our age, that was raised very strict. You know, we was disciplined. We got spankings. We, that we we was brought up to respect our elders. You don't say certain things to people. You don't be in grown people business. You don't even be in the vicinity where grown gotta, people are talking. You got a whooping you know? where you messed up. That's at, right. And, and you, you got a whooping, whooping when you got, when you got home. home. Mm-hmm. It, when when the, when the phrase it takes a village, they believed in it. You know, and then here we go. We're like, you know, I'm not going to raise my child like that. I'm going to let my child, you know, speak their mind. I'm going to let my child communicate. I'm not going to whoop my children. And then we end up with these 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 children that we got today. And I think about that sometimes how I we purposely said we was not going to raise our kids the way our grandparents and our parents raised us. But I look back on it and go, but look how I turned out. And look at my kids and their kids and what they're doing. It, it was something to the way that the, the parents and the grandparents back in the day raised their kids. Mm-hmm. Because we are a generation of strength. We are a generation of power. Our ki- I'm not, not to say that the generation that's coming now is not strong and powerful. But they are also watered down. But you got they. They kids now they they divorce their parents. Mm-hmm. They say anything to their <laughs> their 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 parents. They talk to teachers any kind of way. Mm-hmm. They will fight a teacher. They will cuss out a teacher. The teachers, I I know our school system says. Luckily, I ain't a teacher. <laughs> our school systems <laughs> say that they don't have enough teachers. Like they can't hire enough because teachers don't want to. To teach your kids now, because your kids are threatening teachers and doing things to teachers, and it's it's crazy. Back in the day, I wouldn't have dared said not one thing to a teacher, and I mean, and we were they were allowed to paddle us back in the day, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have fixed my mouth or even my eyes. I wouldn't even looked at a teacher and rolled my eyes because by the time I got home, I was gonna get a beat. If I rolled my eyes at a teacher at nine o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be worried about that ass whooping I'm going to get when I get home all day long. 
mm-hmm. all day because it just you just didn't do that. The the teenagers now and they are so wrapped up in social media and social media glorifies things that kids do to older people and to elderly. They glorify that negativity and our kids reality has been muddled. These kids reality has been muddled completely. I agree. I agree. That generational gap between how we were raised and how the children are raised today, check their phones. Check their, I don't care how great they are. I don't care how good they are. Check their phones. Check their phones. If you want to know who your child is, who they really are and what they're really doing, check their phones. Yeah, they're making A's and B's. Yeah, they're doing great in school. Yeah, they're doing great in the community. But check that other life they're living. Check their phones or or not what not particularly Make too, sure they got a good social media diet. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Not particularly what they're doing, but make sure what they're they're feeding into their spirit through social media is something that'll keep them on a positive trajectory to being a successful asset to the community, mm-hmm. you know? Agreed. Raising kids. Woo! Probably could talk about it more, huh? <laughs> Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up, Mr. B. You... You ain't dry like toast today. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to buy you another shirt that said dry like toast, but got a little bit of jelly and hostility on it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, check us out www.diverselove.com www.truthandcoffeetime.com. Please check us out. Give us a holler at hello at diverse love. Uh, dot com or truthandcoffeetime at gmail.com. We've been getting some great emails and some great feedback. We've been getting people to email us about having guest spots. God has been so good. Our guest, um, our guest spot uh, appointments are booked out right now until I think May. And it has just been a blessing to be able to sit down with so many powerful and wonderful entrepreneurs, writers, podcasters, um, just um, evangelists, just, you know, it has just been amazing that they would want to come on our platform and share their stories, and we are here for it. Um, we're not for everyone, and everyone is not for us, but, you know, we love what we do and just so grateful for that. So thank y'all, thank y'all so much for riding with us, so much. Go check it out. Grand Joy, my children's book is out there. My ebook is out there, Giving Yourself Grace Daily. Website is www.diverselove.com. You're going to be all right, Mr. B. You're going to be all right. We love y'all for real. Thank y'all so much for allowing me and Mr. B to come into wherever you are and spread our truth over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl.
girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's truth and coffee time. Tell me what you really wanna know.